This is the Italian Citizenship Podcast, hosted by Marco Permunian and Rafael Di Furia. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Italian Citizenship Podcast presented by ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. Of course, we are back here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. And thank you so much for coming back to talk a bit more about Italian citizenship. Today, we wanted to talk a bit more about not necessarily the process of going through Italian citizenship, but with how many of you have gotten through the process. Now we want to talk about life after the process. What are those first steps that you should make sure that you take once you've gotten your recognition of Italian citizenship? So Marco, what would you say is maybe the most common question that you get asked regarding this part of life once you've already been recognized as an Italian citizen? I believe that most people are interested in knowing what are their obligations, if there are downsides in having Italian citizenships. We talked extensively about the benefits of having Italian citizenship, but a lot of people are interested in are there any downsides? And luckily, the answer is that there are no real downsides of having Italian citizenship, I want to say only benefits because the military service, for example, is no longer there. So you don't have to serve in the military regardless of your age. Your children will not have to do that either. So that provision has been um, canceled by the government, I think, in the early 2000s. And um, a lot of people ask me if they have to pay taxes in Italy. Of course, I'm not a tax attorney, so it would be better to just consult with a maybe an Italian-American uh, tax attorney who knows about taxation for dual citizens, which is a complex uh, matter. But um, normally, if you are an Italian citizen, if you become an Italian citizen, it doesn't automatically mean that you have to pay taxes in Italy. In, in Italy, you're taxed not because you are an Italian citizen, but because you are an Italian resident. So even people who are not Italian citizens but reside in Italy have to pay taxes. In other words, you're taxed because you reside in Italy normally for more than half a year. So if you are planning on obtaining Italian citizenship just to visit Italy occasionally or just to have the ability to do so in the future and you're not spending more than 183 days a year, generally speaking, you don't have to worry about taxes, even if um, there may be you know, other circumstances that you may have to take into consideration. For example, if you own properties in Italy and you have to pay property taxes, or if you own a business in Italy, um, but in general, if you don't reside in Italy, from a fiscal t standpoint, you don't have to pay taxes in Italy. And even when you do have to pay taxes in Italy, there are generally international treaties to avoid between Italy and the U.S. to avoid double taxation. Yeah, I think that's a that's a a point that actually can become quite confusing and very complicated. Uh, if, but not from the Italian side, if only if you're also the, the holder of a U.S. passport and not even just a passport, if you are an American citizen, uh, then life can, can get complicated from that aspect. But from the perspective of being an Italian citizen, life is pretty easy. I mean, well, 
I mean, at least if we're talking about in this sense, we're, we're talking about fewer requirements and fewer ways that they're actually keeping up because really at the end of the day, the United States and very few other countries, like maybe one other country, actually do tax based on citizenship rather than on residency, which is a very important point to remember. And something kind of taking just a step further uh, from the taxation side, but thinking about living in Italy, is that actually necessary as an Italian citizen? Is there some type of minimum amount of time that you have to live here, or do you ever have to set foot in the country at all? When you become an Italian citizen by descent or through marriage, uh, believe it or not, it, it is not required to reside in Italy ever. So you could potentially obtain your Italian citizenship and never visit Italy or never relocate to Italy. And you can maintain your Italian citizenship in other words. And this is a actually a question that I get a lot. Does citizenship expire? And the answer is, of course, no. Your citizenship will last forever until you renounce your Italian citizenship if you want to, but otherwise it will just uh, remain there. And it's like we said in other videos, it's a legacy for your children because you actually transfer your citizenship onto your children who are born after you become an Italian citizen and your children will pass their citizenship onto their children. That's, that's one thing that's actually... Uh, really fascinating about the way that Italian citizenship works, at least Italian citizenship by descent, and passing that on and being able to just, that it just automatically keeps on going, that it's not limited. And I mean, that's how so many of us uh, gain that recognition of Italian citizenship, myself included, very much included in this, um, that it just keeps on going from one family member to the next. But it's, I mean, even for somebody such as yourself who grew up here in Italy, it's the same situation that the same way that you're an Italian citizen is the same way that I'm an Italian citizen. It's just that the location of our births has nothing to do with that status. And just to go into that a little bit further, um, citizenship doesn't have to be confused with a passport uh, because you, when you become an Italian citizen, you don't have necessarily to apply for an Italian passport. Of course, the passport is what people want normally, but potentially you could become an Italian citizen and never apply for an Italian passport. And I'm referring to the passport now because the passport is actually the one that expires, uh, but citizenship never expires. So what expires is your Italian passport. And when, when it expires, you just have to renew it. Normally it expires after uh, 10 years from its date of issuance. So uh, after 10 years, you will have to renew your passport, which which doesn't mean you will have to renew your citizenship or apply for citizenship again or take any tests, uh, nothing of the kind. So you just go to the Italian consulate and they re request a new passport because yours expired. So basically, the, at the end of the day, like a passport or an ID is really an expression or representation of the citizenship, but not the actual citizenship itself. Of course, I would define the passport as a travel document. So something that uh, allows you to travel internationally and that identifies you as a citizen of a country. I mean, I think also it's worthwhile mentioning that if you are living in Italy, like, cause you were, you were just talking about that you could be an Italian citizen and not have a passport. 
if you are living in Italy and you're going to be traveling around Europe, you don't even need that passport, at least at the time of this recording, um, to to be able to get around from country to country. I know uh, when I went last year to visit some family in Spain, I just traveled with my ID card, my, my good old-fashioned paper ID card, the old-fashioned version, not the new uh, electronic uh, card, and they, no questions, it was just, and for me, it was like, it was it was a complete trip to, it was a trip, uh, yes, it was a trip, but um, trip in the sense of it was very strange to be able to go from one country to another country without that same type of border control in place, without needing to go through passport control, um, that basically I just, it was like a domestic flight in some ways that I just showed my ID, I got on, no questions asked other than that, like how long have you been here, what were you doing, why were you doing, it was just the ability to travel um, within, like in basically the same thing going from state to state in the United States, like not why are you traveling, it's like, all right, have a nice trip. <laughs> and that's one of the benefits of being a citizen of a member state, so a state who is, which is a member of the European Union. Um, one of the, the advantages of being a European citizen is that you can travel freely within the European Union without any, like you said, um, types of uh, restrictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, even... I mean, maybe this isn't such a great subject to get into, but I, I do know of someone um, who they were traveling as a friend and they they lived on one side of the border and they were going to the other side, a city on the other side of the border. They're close enough that it was like it wasn't that big of a deal to go back and forth. They were driving across the border. They realized once they were already in the other country that they forgot their ID at home. So they drove all the way back home to grab the ID just to be on the safe side, even though technically nobody stopped them. Nobody asked any questions, nothing. They were just, they had just gone into that other country because of how open the borders are here, which I, again, it's another aspect of life in Europe that I do find fascinating. But I guess uh, maybe going on with this uh, and thinking about more, what life is like as an Italian and those first steps that we need to take. What would you say is maybe one of the next things that you would recommend to somebody once they've gained their recognition? One of the obligations that you will have to fulfill if you become an Italian citizen, even if, I just want to make this clear, there are no consequences if you don't fulfill this obligation, but um, it would be to maintain your aire registration up to date if you are residing abroad. We talked about the AIRE, uh, which is a registry of Italian citizens residing abroad pretty extensively in another video. And if you are an Italian citizen, in theory, you should be registered with the AIRE uh, registry held by your local Italian consulate. If you move from one state to another state, you should register with a new consulate if you get married, divorced, if you have any children, uh, their birth certificates and or your marriage record or divorce record would need to be registered with the consulate. So you would have to provide the consulate with these vital record documents, um, duly translated and legalized so that they can be registered in Italy. But like I said, if you forget about it, nothing really happens. So there are no consequences if you don't fulfill 
this obligation. Of course, I'm not encouraging people to forget, of but <laughs> um, there are a lot of people that call me and they tell me, you know, I, I've become an Italian citizen 15 years ago and then I moved a lot and then I had three children that are now like seven, eight, and 10. And it was like, you should have registered their birth certificates when they were born along with your marriage record, but nothing really happened. We can do it now. And, and the thing is, when your children are born, the registration of the birth certificate is what allows them to become an Italian citizen. And when you get married, the registration of your marriage record is what allows your spouse to be able to apply for Italian citizenship through marriage. It's one of the prerequisites. Or like maintaining your I registration up to date. So for example, communicating to the new consulate in the area where you moved, your new address allows you to receiving the voting papers, so allows you to vote for the Italian um, government. But like I said, if you don't remember to do any of these, there will be no consequences. Ultimately, there are no real obligations that you have to do in order to maintain your Italian, you have to fulfill in order to maintain your Italian citizenship. So you can even apply for Italian citizenship, get your Italian citizenship and forget about it for, for the following 15 years and still maintain your Italian citizenship. It's not uncommon for people to call me and tell me, you know, my parents, they got me my Italian citizenship. It's very common for people who are first generations, for example, like my, my dad, he was an Italian and he registered my birth certificate when I was a minor 20 years ago. Like, what do I have to do now? And the beauty of it is that you became an Italian citizen when your father registered your birth certificate and now you're still an Italian citizen. You have to fulfill a few obligations, a few intermediate steps maybe to be able to renew your passport. You have to register all of your vital record documents. You have to register with the AIRE and then you can apply for your passport. But the citizenship doesn't expire. It never expires. Um, what you the, the end result, what people want, it's normally the passport. And maybe to apply for the passport, there are some intermediate steps that you have to take care of. But like I said, once you become an Italian citizen, uh, citizenship doesn't expire. So I guess, um, I mean, really the only requirement for upkeep of your citizenship is that you keep breathing. That's basically the only yes. thing at the end of the day. But I'm sorry, what were you going to say? No, I'm saying it's, it's correct. And actually, uh, it's funny because some people, they are unsure mm-hmm. whether they became Italian citizens and, and you know, they, they engage their services to find out that they did become Italian citizens because their parents registered their birth certificates when they were minors. And they discover uh, years after that they're already Italians and they just have to apply for a passport. So it's beautiful. And I'm actually, I've spoken to a number of people who were born in Italy, raised in Italy, but then left and went abroad. And they've had like this idea or this question in mind, like, hey, I left Italy. I never renewed my passport. What do I have to do to get my citizenship back? And I'm, and I think maybe it might be worthwhile answering that question because it's based on a false premise. Yes. Because you are already an Italian citizen. It's just that you haven't actually gone through these steps that you're talking about of making sure that you keep your passport up to date. Exactly. And just to clarify and really drive the point home, um, you could potentially apply for recognition of your Italian citizenship by descent from abroad. So do the process through your local Italian consulate. 
and never go to Italy for your entire life and always maintain your Italian citizenship. Maybe you relocate to another European country, but you don't really go to Italy and you go live the rest of your life in Spain or Norway. And that's something that you can do. Like Italy never sees you, but you are an Italian citizen and you maintain your Italian citizenship. Maybe your kids will go live in Italy uh, after you. That's one thing that I know there are a lot of grandparents that are doing now is that they're making sure they get their citizenship recognized for their children and grandchildren so that they have the option, even if that grandparent has no interest in actually living in Italy, maybe they'll visit sometime, maybe, but they may never do it as well. Um, and so they want to just make sure that legacy can be left and it has that little bit more tangibility just by taking care of it on there. And theoretically, even though they could go back to the past generations before that, in some ways it's maybe a little bit easier to get started with somebody who has already taken care of the process. Or am I mistaken with that? No, that's absolutely correct. But Rafael, from your experience, since you are um, the only dual citizen in this conversation, <laughs> Is there something that you found valuable uh, after you moved to Italy as a dual citizen that you would like people to know? Yeah, actually, I think the thing is maybe even before moving to Italy, there's a, a very worthwhile step taking, and that's actually getting the Codice Fiscale. Uh, I know for me, in my uh, experience, what I did was I got that before arriving in Italy. And one of the reasons why was because I knew that in Italy, there's so much that needs to be taken care of with that. Like, for example, even if you want to get a cell phone um, or you want to get any type of service, really, um, or even to sign up for like a, a transportation pass for, for getting around. Um, but most importantly, for a rental contract, you need to have that, that, that fiscal code. So I think it's really worthwhile to have because it doesn't cost you anything. It's just something that you can ask for at the consulate. They might get annoyed with it and they might say, oh, no, we don't do that. But they do it. They just don't want to do it. <laughs> it's one of those things. They'll give you a whole song and dance about it. Um, but when you're already going through the process and maybe even you're having that final meeting or that final communication about the recognition of your citizenship and ordering your passport, for example, uh, I think it is worthwhile having that uh, at the same time because it allows you to arrive in the country and hit the ground running. You don't have to go to the um, to the um, to the tax office here and say, "Hey, can I get my my codice fiscale?" and then wait for them to send it to you, like the the, the actual plastic card. Um, but it is also nice because you can really get things going, even because. Uh, with healthcare in Italy, they do ask you for your Codice Fiscale or even when you're registering your residence, once you've been able to get that apartment, they also again ask you for your Codice Fiscale. Like it feels like in every aspect of life, this, this, this little code, this alphanumeric code ends up being useful for something. I mean, even if you're buying a refrigerator, they might ask you for it for the warranty you never know when you're going to be asked for it. Even you're walking down the street, somebody might ask you for it. I mean, that's never going to happen, but that's just a joke. <laughs> but it's like, it really feels like at any moment you need to have that ready with you. Um, but then even like when you're walking around here in Italy and you have your Italian healthcare card, that's something that's also really, really good to make sure that you take care of if you are going to be moving to Italy, just so that you can have that access to services 
uh, and then even more so the access, easier access to emergency services. You will still always have the access to emergency services in Italy because that's a constitutional right here um, to be uh, taken care of in in, in a health uh, with healthcare. But I know when I had my Codice Fiscale, because I had the original, um, just the green card that you get if you don't have the um, the blue card for actual national health insurance. And I, there was a point right when I arrived here that I still hadn't received my blue national insurance card yet. And I only had my green card. I was able to take that with me to the emergency room it was a little extra work for them to do because I wasn't fully in the system yet, but it was enough information for them to go off of that they were actually able to say, hey, yeah, we can admit you. They would admit me either way, but it's just for whatever reason within their system, um, there's a it makes it a little bit easier for them to to really mark you down and how they're actually going to recognize you because even I had my Italian passport with me. And that's also the other thing that I think is very important to have. I think really it is very much worthwhile to have the other documents that you can get. Like if you apply in Italy, make sure that you get your carta d'identità, your ID card and your passport. If you're applying outside of Italy, make sure that you get your passport because if you've put all of that time and energy and the finances into making sure that you get your Italian citizenship recognized, you may as well fully cross the finish line and not have any questions because it's worthwhile, especially if you're thinking about living in Italy or anywhere else in Europe, that you can go to somebody and prove that you have the right to be there. Because I know for me, even when I'm in Italy, there are those times when people will look at me and they say, you're an Italian citizen. Like, what? What's going? How? No, you're you're from America. How can you have citizenship here? And so there are people who don't even think about this idea of dual citizenship being something that's tangible or possible. Even uh, during uh, one of the residency checks that I had here in Italy, the policeman who came over said, "Wait, you have t- two passports? How can you ha-? like this? It was like this this." Th- just a basic piece of information he didn't realize was possible. Um, but he, very nice individual. He he actually became very curious about it. And then after the fact, he uh, I ended up meeting him around again. He said, yeah, you know what? I've been looking into it more. I didn't realize, but there's a lot of people here. There's a lot of Brazilians here who have two passports. <laughs> anyway, I think this is a great place to wrap up this episode. So thank you so much, Marco, for making yourself available to talk a bit more about Italian dual citizenship. And if anybody is needing some help with the process, how can they get in contact with you and your team? People can send a message through our website, uh, italiancitizenshipassistance.com, or give us a call. The number is on our website. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. And of course, if you are interested to hear more about Italian citizenship and learn a lot more about Italian real estate, be sure that you are subscribed to this YouTube channel where we talk about these subjects in quite a bit of detail. And of course, if you're interested to hear more about life in Italy and living in Italy as a dual citizen, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel to check that out, youtube.com slash Di Furia. And of course, again, we have been here with Italian attorney Marco Permunian from ItalianCitizenshipAssistance.com. And I am Rafael Di Furia. Thank you so much. And we will see you all next time. Later. Thank you.